With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. What do you think about uh, LeBron's agent? his relationship with Anthony Davis and how they were able to pull that whole thing together. Because some people might say, you know what? LeBron couldn't have done it without Anthony Davis and without all, the agent. All teams, you know? all, all teams do things that you think. You think about when Paul Gasol went to went to the Lakers and, and they made the trade, whatever it was, for him to get to the Lakers. <laughs> that, you remember that, that trade? It was yeah. like seven players yeah. and like yeah. two draft so, picks. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, you know, every – Every trade, you know, the Kevin Garnett trade, right. you know, coming here. Or LeBron James moving down to Miami, playing down there. Or, you know, the only ones I haven't seen that, has made, that have made trades have been, let's think, probably the best homegrown team we've seen. We probably have to be in the last 20, 30 years, we have to be San Antonio Spurs. Because mm, okay. you can't think of mm. any. I was going to say the Warriors, but no, no I'll give you the Spurs. You yeah. think the Spurs? Yeah, Spurs they, had a they, longer dynasty. Well, longer dynasty, but they've always they've had homegrown talent. You know, they drafted Tony Parker. Right. They drafted Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan. David Robinson, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, Ginobili. people like Ginobili. Yeah. All these were homegrown. You yeah. think about Golden point. Golden State when they came through and they end up, you know, got the dynasties when they had Kevin Durant. Right. You wasn't homegrown. Yeah. So well, before that, they had one championship. But to, yeah, to your but, point, it's not yeah, a dynasty. Yeah, to your but, point, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. For all these years, we can think about. Has anybody said, "Hey, I want to go play with the Spurs. I want to be. I want to be a Spur right now." Mm-hmm. Very few people. Aldridge right now is one one guy you think about came as a free agent. But other than that, who goes to San Antonio? Right. That's why I think they've been they've been more of a model. Than anybody else. What, the first year that they haven't made the playoffs was this year? No, that's true. I, I guess the point I was trying to make is, like, I think some people will, from the outside looking in, right, they'll say, oh, well, that's the NBA, right? If, if you can get an agent, a top-notch agent, and he can become buddy-buddy with someone you really want to play with, it's only a matter of time before you two nah, will come together. it's not about the agent. But, the, more but about, after what you just said, now you're going to be no, thinking, well, New Orleans dropped the ball. More, New Orleans didn't put the right team around it's him. It's more about the – no, he just was interested in leaving. Okay. He wanted to go. He wanted to play in L.A. That's where he wanted to play. He likes living in L.A. He wanted to play with LeBron. You know, Danny Ainge had the opportunity. The best package for him probably would have been the Celtics. Going down there and saying, we'll give you this, this, mm-hmm. and this. And Danny said, well, you know, it, will, he, will he stay? Is he going to Kawhi us? Is he going to, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, so Danny didn't, and you know, Danny didn't, Danny didn't sell the farm. And I, frankly, I'm happy he didn't. Right. Because if it's one and done, you know, I, I just think that he wanted to play. He wants to play in L.A. That, that's just one of those places people, you know, love playing. Yeah. You, you well, think about what is the, what is the most desirable places right now in the NBA? You think that people want to play the two teams that just play in the championship? Lakers, Miami, and maybe New York. Maybe New York. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about the situation no, I there. I know. What but I'm just city. talking about being in the city. Right. Being in the city. Those yeah. are those are the places that you look at that that pop out to me at the most. Then what's the next tier? Is it Chicago? Mm. Is that your next tier? Uh, one of the Texas teams, maybe. No? No. I don't even know who would be, after that, who would come next? That would be the thing. Who, who would be next that you would say, I want to play there? Right. Well, maybe one of the Texas teams in the fact that there's no state income tax. Well, I was thinking that and because of the good weather. But, yeah, yeah weather, nice weather weather is better. But, yeah. you know, I still believe that you're talking about top-tier teams, places that people would want to play. New York, L.A., Miami. After that, it's kind of hard to see anybody else. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Golden State is well, it? I San, think I, San Francisco. I think after that, the player looks at the situation, looks at the team, looks at the roster. You know, how competitive are these guys? How, what's my role going to be? But I'm with you. I mean, the area and the city matters. It holds weight for sure. Yeah. So you say the whole. Brooklyn, you know, New York Knicks, and and just a shame, really, that the Knicks have not made a a come a comeback, yeah. And you know, and who they are, right? I mean, you got the most desirable place that that the world leader in advertisement is right there in New York, right? And but no players. Last player I remember wanting to go there that went there as a free agent was, uh, well, Stoudemire and also Carmelo yeah. wanted to go there. And uh, how'd that work out for either one of those guys? It didn't work out well. Not, yeah. Not good. Well, they knocked out the Celtics that one year. Yeah. Maybe but they didn't so, get past the second round. So, so, <laughs> so, yeah, okay. But you know that felt good for them. Man, those Knicks fans were loving that. They were like, oh, we, we set the old guys home. They were loving every moment of that. And that was their finals. That's all they got. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I, I just think um, to, to, to look at a team like the Lakers where it's like, yeah, they went from not worst to first, but you know, obviously they they had that one year they didn't make the playoffs. They, they go playoffs. straight to the championship, and I can't help but think, man, how often can teams like this pull this off? Right? It's almost like the whole like like the Yankees way of of manufacturing a championship. You got LeBron, you got you you know that LeBron is going to be connected to Anthony Davis, and do you remember that summer when whether it was Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, all these names were being thrown around, and it seemed like no one else wanted to play with but LeBron. Here, here's the only thing. person that wanted to play with LeBron is Anthony Davis, and but, coincidentally, they had the same agent. But here, here's the thing, which is crazy about: Did he how, really want to play? How'd that work out for the Clippers? Not got, well. got, got their Not got well. their coach fired. Right, changing really what they do as a team. People right now are questioning, you know, going up and down against Paul George is is become, you know, enemy number one right now. Yeah. On people is saying, you know, he was soft. You, yeah, and, you were yeah. soft and you didn't, you know, you didn't didn't play well. So that's that's uh, it, you know, that's what I'm saying. L.A. is kind of a crazy situation, and playing out there with the Clippers. I mean, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it more than I loved playing in Boston. You know, and I'll say it to this degree. Boston was a better franchise. Boston was a better situation in back. But living mm-hmm. in a city, L.A. was a better city. Right. And and I'll say 
basically one because I just think the Hollywood environment surrounded by people like that mm -hmm. and also the weather. The weather was huge when you know we'd be flying back to when I was playing with the Clippers flying back and from the East Coast and the pilot was said you know we'd leave and shivering right here in the east and you know getting our coats and then pilot be on uh 73 degrees right now and january the 16th right now you know in la and so it was just a whole nother environment there yeah. a whole nother world it's just different over there man. it is it really is when i was with you that last road trip um that's my first time in la i've been what? to california but i've never been to la yeah i've i've hopped on connect flights but I never actually spent time in L.A. I've been in San Francisco. I went to Sacramento last year, but I'd never been to L.A. Mm -hmm. And it's just a different place, man. You, you could feel it for sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the atmosphere. You, you you, and I were in Beverly yeah, Hills man. together. That Beverly Hills yeah, day, man. Yeah, that that you, Saturday. You and I sitting there having dinner. We're seeing people come in. <laughs> yep, it yep. was crazy. We saw one of the finest women. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> hey. I was wondering if you going to bring it up. <laughs> Well, who she was? ESPN? I don't ESPN, know. yeah. What was her should drop, name? Should we drop the name? Yeah, what was her name? You got to tell me. I have to look her profile up, man. Because <laughs> that was as she was like, she walked in and she's like, oh my goodness. She just stopped, stopped the show. <laughs> like, people <are> like, <laughs> but then, but that Carrie Champion's her name. Carly C-A-R-I, Champion. And she kicked it with us for a little while. She was nice. Well, I asked her. I went over and I was I was being Mr. Whatever. And I was talking about. Um, oh, you were talking about Mount, Mount yeah, Rushmore, Mount right? Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Right. I asked a couple of people in the, in, the, in the bar. And then I walked over to her. And she's like, you asked everybody this? I said, no, I'm asking you. So what's your Mount Rushmore? And she and quickly she, she got was flattered that you yeah. asked her because she, she wanted to know if you're asking everyone else you want to ask me so. quickly she went to Kobe Bryant was her first one yeah uh -huh. and uh that, but that was right during the time just how emotional that was with right. Kobe just passing away that weekend that yeah. whole the memorial that weekend yeah. yeah and remember us talking that was so crazy at uh you know our guy Nick was saying there's nobody gonna be at Kobe's memorial oh, I said man. Nick, that place is going to be packed. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, I'm talking about packed from seat to seat. Mm -hmm. And then the entire infield was, it was, it was one of the most surreal moments I've ever had in sports. Thinking about, you know, Kobe passing away, but also thinking about the, and, but just looking around at the people who were there. Right. It was like basketball royalty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my, I was already thinking like, okay, have they got me a, they the, the Celtics only had one seat per player or something. And, and, uh, you know, a couple of players and it's like, oh no, we have you, we have your seat, Max. We have your seat. So I guess like, oh, I go, I wonder where I'm going to sit. Cause I, I ain't going to sit up in the, you know, nosebleeds. Right, right. I get my seat, man. I'm on row two. Right Damn. beside me is, uh, right, right two, three seats down was Kyrie and Steph Curry sitting beside each other. In front of me was Bill Russell. And then it was um, Westbrook and Harden were in front of me. And then I'm looking around on near my row too. I was like, they introduced him. I'm like, yeah, Michael Jordan. He was like three seats away from me. I was like, man, this was a hell no of a one knew seat. until they announced him. Yeah. No, yeah, wow, yeah. But it was just, it was like you could see the people who came in and just the respect factor. It was. It was, again, one of the most surreal moments I think I've had mm -hmm. off the basketball court. It was just surreal just to be there 
and just to see the people. LL Cool J was not far mm-hmm. from me. Uh, Queen Latifah, Kanye Branded, West, Kanye Beyonce, West, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Jay Z. I mean, you name it, and those people were there mm-hmm. at that event. And uh, man, I'm talking about sending somebody off the right way. Yeah, man. But it was just so funny. I'll never when, that. It was just so funny when Nick said, "Oh, there's only going to be about two or three thousand people there." And we pulled around the corner, man. There was a there was a line. You knew it was of the security. Yeah, there, if you were two oh, blocks oh. within the Staples Center, you're getting stopped. Yeah, like, someone's going to say, "Where you go?" You had to have a bracelet on. Remember? Yeah, there was a line in the that area walked the all the way for two blocks to get into the Staples Center. And then once you got in the Staples Center, you know they gave T-shirts away and. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, uh, it, it was, it was fascinating. It was, I mean, in, in, in the most respectful way, right. it was, right. it was, uh, totally fair. And then to see how his wife held up, yeah. Vanessa, mm-hmm. for her to get up there and speak. And then to hear Shaq follow up and, oh, Shaq, uh, Shaq yeah, really and then job. Jordan yeah. getting up there to the crying, crying memes. Oh, I told man. my wife. I wasn't going to have no more of these crying memes <laughs> of me. I got to look at this for the next 10 years. The next years. 10 years. Yeah. i never forget, they put a close-up on Steph Curry. And he was laughing. Yeah, oh, everybody, everybody in the everybody entire was, place. But they, they put him on the big screen for a while. Steph couldn't stop laughing. Everybody, him and Kyrie. Yeah. Everybody in the entire place was oh, just man. like, it was like a, a whole nother level. So. That's a good way to put it. Basketball royalty, yeah. No, oh, no, 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 it wasn't even. I mean, not just basketball royalty, it, but you're right. There were so many faces. It was royalty. Many, yeah, just period. royalty, period. Yeah. It was royalty. I'm surprised that, I was a little surprised that Barack Obama wasn't there. Yeah. Just a little surprised he didn't come up in there. True, that's true. Uh, of all the people you think about just who were there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been surprised to, to see him. And especially with the fact of uh, Barack Obama, when his last uh, press conferences uh, he did with the uh, the writers, and uh, that's when he had the uh, he had the microphone, and he dropped it down. Oh, the said, mic drop, yeah, Obama out. Obama out, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, was right. the same yeah. thing Kobe did. Yeah, Mama, Mama out, yeah. and that's just like wow. I mean, it's just this year, man. It, this year, this year, this year. We'll never forget it, man. This year, this year, and we, we and, and you have to pardon me, but this year has been fucked up. <laughs> It's a yeah. fucked up year. I don't care. I, I got to put it the way no, it is. We'll, 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 we'll disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's God. the best way to put and, it. And then to top this off, now we're going to have the election, which is crazy with <laughs> the Trump. Grand, the grand finale. I mean, this is like, I mean, you can't. I, was, I told a buddy of mine the other day, I said, man, if you can make it out of out of this time right now, you can make it out of 2020. You can live for a while. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, the doors up there are packed. Right. You ain't got a lot of room to get up in there. <laughs> All full for now. Yeah, right? it's full. We, we good. We, we can't take no more. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on the action right now. The season opening bonuses is the best way to start you off wagering on win division and championship futures today. Head to BetOnline.ag and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's BetOnline.ag. 
Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, man, all right, Max, let me get you out on this one. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers, Thursday afternoon, they announced uh, Ty Lu will be their new head coach. Yeah. Assistant coach Chauncey Billups. Wow. What do you think of that? I like it. Wow. I like it a lot. I thought T. Lou would get that. That's a good position for him. I think he's a um, he's a player's coach. Uh, you saw what he did with LeBron, but boy, he he took a lot of health wise. It was tough on him though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. You know, with the with um, with, uh, with Cleveland, Cleveland, the it last was, one. It, it was tough. Yeah. I mean, he went to the past. He, he had to go in the hospital for a while, uh, just with his nerves and all the other mm-hmm. things that went along with it, and. So I, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. But again, it's you know pressure on top of pressure again. And Chauncey Billups coming out of the uh, booth to do that. I love it, man. I'm a big Chauncey guy. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I, I mean, I've heard before Chauncey had an opportunity to go and be a GM someplace. I think when I get to be older, I think I'm looking at more of a GM job than yeah. I would be a coaching job. Because Chauncey's Chauncey has got to be in his forties right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, mid forties or something right now, or, or a little bit older. I don't, I'm not sure, but it's like that's your first job. It's just like the the first job right now that you think about going on in uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a I am not a fan of of, of, of that yeah. of Steve Nash coming in. I think that when you come in, I and you know the the players want him. And then sometimes the players want sometimes be careful what you ask for because <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the pedigree and it could work out well, but he doesn't have right. the pedigree. Well, for someone like Chauncey Billis, I think he would help on he would help developing players one on one, maybe mentally or maybe rookies because I think Chauncey had a unique career in a space that people didn't expect him to be this perennial all-star and he was able to get it together after those first four years. Remember? It took him a while. It was like a delay. Yeah, yeah. So Within that, I think he's learned so much. So maybe he's not the greatest X's and O's guy, but maybe he can get to a, a particular player in a way that Doc Rivers couldn't. You know, especially mm. the younger guys. Mm. You know, because that's always, that's always been my thing with Doc. I think Doc struggles to connect with the younger players, mm. and I think that's only gotten more difficult as years carry on because this is a whole new generation. That's true. That's know? true. That that is true. That's true. Well, you say that, and now you got Doc Rivers though, who is in Philly. Yeah. And what players do you have there? How old is Ben Simmons? Uh, Simmons, he's going to get ready to start shooting. Younger player. Let me tell you this. Doc's going to get him to shoot. Yeah, okay. okay. That's out of the question. Remember okay. what he did with Rondo? Remember that whole thing with Rondo when Rondo couldn't shoot? And he refused to shoot? What did Rondo end up doing? I, I don't know. He shot. Because I, Doc don't play that. I, I, Doc doesn't play that shit. I don't know. And then you're going there with Embiid. And, you know, Doc Rivers is going to go to war for his players. And I'm a little surprised that uh, they end up firing Doc Rivers. I was very surprised. Because of not only that, but for the social injustice right. movement. Yeah. For what Doc Rivers said, is going to go down in history. Yeah, no question. And to hear Joe Biden have a speech in Gettysburg, and then he quoted Doc River, Doc River's line. And for the Clippers to get rid of him right now, it just seemed like a kind of a, a PR move that would be a little dicey, but maybe 
Talu Ty, is the, the bridge between the two. Yeah, you'd have to think there's some sort of uh, commitment or some sort of agreement that everyone was all in on Talu because I don't think it was a, a, a situation where they were like, let's just get rid of him and figure it out after the fact. No, they were like, if we're going to fire Doc, we better have a plan set in motion for this because he's he doesn't deserve that. Yeah. So I think that was the case. And, um, you know, that, that's a tough conversation for those guys to have. But I think also if you're Doc... What, two weeks fly by? You're thinking you're in the clear, right? You're thinking, all right, I think I'm safe. You get that phone call, that that's tough. To me, if you're going to make a decision, you got well, seven look, days look tops that. to make that, that decision. You get the phone call, but then less than two weeks later, Philly's calling you, you. already the head yeah. coach in someplace yeah. else. So Maybe he thought that one too fast, too. So maybe it maybe worked out. Maybe he should have waited a little bit. I don't know. Doc should have waited? Yeah. For what? More offers, maybe? I don't know. Unless I think, you really want that situation, maybe I that's think, the case. I think maybe uh, of, of, of the situations that I wanted to see Doc Rivers in, I think Brooklyn might have picked too early. I think I would have. Uh, I would have really had Doc like Rivers. Yeah, yeah, that's in true. that situation yeah. in Brooklyn, Brooklyn over over Philly. Brooklyn should have waited a bit. Yeah, but then you know what that tells you though who's calling shots over there, especially that quickly. Like these guys, Kyrie and Durant. Listen, man, I'm not saying it's doomed to fail, but it's unorthodox, to say the least, you know? These well, two guys, whether we're talking about their personality, their behavior. That's true. Their uh, say, if they have that much say, I don't know if that's a good thing for yeah, Brooklyn, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I think that when you have players with too much power, I think it does get to be a little destructive, so... Yeah. That's why I can't wait to see it unfold, man. Oh, but man, that, but wait. that's what is going to be so crazy about the upcoming year. That's what's going to be crazy about this NBA offseason. Yeah, to see the trades, to see the movement, to see the players where they're going to go, to see the draft come out. We are this stuff has already probably been done, and we yeah. probably be getting ready. You know, it should be deadlines. Should yeah, be dates already. yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we, these dates are changing. Yeah, we matter of fact, right now you think about it, we should be the Celtics and everybody else should be playing like the first game pretty soon in a couple of weeks. Yeah. First game of the new season. Of the new season because now preseason usually starts like the end of September. Yeah, so the preseason yeah. will be going on right yeah. now. Yeah, and and um and the thing that I even say now, I think even. When I think about it is I think about how things are going to change as a broadcaster. I look at my side of the table mm. thinking like what the radio station is going to do or what all these radio stations are going to do. Because, you know, we've been I've been on the road for 25 years now and we did the games. We did the games out of the out of the arena and they were obviously in the bubble. But I can't imagine that a station is going to send if you can do the same job at a cheaper rate, mm-hmm. I can't imagine the stations are going to have you out on the road in these right. hotels when they don't have to. They don't have to. That's true. So, Especially if no one else is doing it. Yeah. That could be what, that's probably what's going to happen for at least this upcoming season. Nah. You'll probably just do home games. That's that's my thought. Maybe it, playoffs, but that's it. Nah, that's all I can see. Is you just trying to kick it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not trying to kick nah, it. I'm, I'm just saying that from an economic standpoint, you you don't think the teams have that that the owners and the of these companies have thought yeah. about the, the bottom line. I mean, you have to, especially look at look at uh, just companies in general. How many guys are sending their, their their employees back to work? You know, they're figuring out. Wait a minute, we could do this remotely. That's right. If we only need a few of you to, to go in. Then why? Well, we, well they're talking about you know, even even downtown Boston. 
Imagine the, how much rent space they that, got. That, much, that, much yeah, that rent has changed. Oh, man. Even some of the, you know, they're talking about the apartments and some of the rental spaces downtown and some of these uh, retail buildings. You know, it's like they can't get people in and restaurants closing back and forth. It's part of uh, Boston right now is a little ghost town. Yeah, no, no question. And it's going to get worse because, you know, once it starts getting cold out, no one wants to be outside, you know. Who's going to be outside? It's going to be dark, man. It's going to be a depressing winter. Who's going to be outside? Where are you going to eat at? Max, I'm going to need this podcast more than ever. Yeah. Where, where, <laughs> and here's the thing. I said, where are you going to eat? Other than cooking at home. I mean, if the restaurants, if you can't go in inside mm-hmm. in a restaurant to capacity, where are you going to eat? That's true. I mean, I, I look at places that I've gone, Mastro's and, and um, Fleming's and uh, all these different places, Del Frisco's. Mm-hmm. And uh, those places going to be there. Gonna be, you can't bring all those people that you had outside. Right. Bring them inside. Uh, and, the and, and have social distancing. Uh, the movie theater in Randolph. Probably about two and a half weeks ago. And saw this movie, Tenet. And um, I was the only one in the theater. <laughs> Just it you. was two. Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> me and my girl, we were the only ones there in the entire movie theater. It's like we had a we had a premiere of a of, of a six movie. There was nobody in there but me and her. I don't think we six far see from her, but me in the movie theater. There was no. I mean, I am not talking about like one. Or I'm not talking about That's you crazy. know a mixture of ten people. Right. No, I'm talking about two <laughs> on a Saturday on a Sunday evening. Sunday. Probably about five o'clock. Man, went into the movie theater in Randolph. The only two people in the theater. Period. I've been to that one too. I used to go there a lot. You go there that now. Place is um, big. You go there now. I'm the huge sure you, parking lot. You, all empty spaces. Yeah, all empty spaces. <laughs> that might Damn. like you said. And then all the movies that were playing there. Maybe been somebody else there, but nobody was coming out. Right. Nobody was coming in. There's no concessions. It was just a movie. They closed some of the bathroom stalls, and oh, it's just man. like this is just a bizarre. I mean, can you imagine, like I said, doing that, going into a movie theater, and you're the only one there? <laughs> no, I've been to a movie where there's like maybe eight of us. No, then, there was two, <laughs> two people, two. Man, now I'm telling you, man, this winter's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be depression. So I'm just, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll it's, our- it's sports, and you know, everything lumped together, and. Baseball and basketball and football and can you know that's all we'll have is football. Well, yeah. Hopefully, you if they at, make it through. All these well, guys testing that, positive. That's that's the thing. Jeez. You look at the teams right now. Was some team the other day? I think it was Florida. Uh, yeah, University of Florida. Twenty four of their players tested positive. Notre Dame's players tested positive. No, man, college, you know, game. look it's at impossible. look at look at uh, it's impossible, Lou man. Saban right now. You man, know, you coach this. of Alabama. Let me tell you he, this, t- he tests positive, and now you're talking about all these places that now they want to say we can have people in the stadium. How are you gonna do that? Yeah, you know, it's for colleges, right? Especially, especially freshmen. They packed these dudes in like sardines, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. There were weeks on end where you just, you would just hear coughing and sneezing. In one room. And like a day later, three more rooms have it. Like the way germs spread on a campus, it's incredible. Like it's just, as soon as someone down the hall was sick, it's just a matter of time. I know I'm going to be sick soon. Like that's how bad it is. Can you imagine you're traveling from school to school to school, you know, just to play basketball and all those. Oh, man. Just the way the world as we know it 
and we can talk about sports, but we need to talk about the world in general. Let's talk about Broadway is is not gonna the, there gonna be no Broadway until next year. Wow. Until like next spring. There's gonna be no Broadway. Look at these cruise ships are out there, all these big cruise ships. Nobody's on the cruise ship. That industry is dead. Yeah. Harlem, right now, getting on the airplane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went on a couple of times, but since then, I don't know if I'm ready to go on the airplane again or not. Because they're trying to pack people on and, and cutting off. I said, I'm just, Damn. It's, it's amazing. You going to fly down? No, actually, I'm going to drive down to North Road Carolina. Road trip. Yeah, I'm going to take a... Take a 14-hour trip, the one I used to take all the time when I used to drive back to Boston from Charlotte. You know, when the season got ready to start, I always hated getting to Boston early, so I'd always leave the day before practice <laughs> and drive 14 hours straight here. Yeah, you remind me of me when I was in college. I would leave the day before classes started. Everyone would get there two days before or, like, the day before, early in the morning, no, I would get, I'd be moving my stuff in at night when people were like, what? Man, no, no, we got no. class tomorrow. Like, no, oh, no, no, see. I, I never want to go back. I love being home. I love being my no, friends and family. I, no, to I'm, just, to I'm just the opposite with that. I couldn't <laughs> wait to get back to school. The really? first day they opened it up because the excitement <laughs> nah, of seeing the, the new freshmen and the new people and people you nah, hadn't seen. I, I'm going to see y'all all semester. I, I, oh, I'm going to see no, you guys every single I day for didn't. months. I could not, I could not wait. Wait until they open those yeah. dorms up. Just the opposite now with some of these things that are going on now, though. So, all right. Until next week, we'll see y'all then. Peace out.